Yo, welcome to the D&D, the Drink and Drown podcast. I am one of two hosts, Tim and Nicholas, a.k.a. Mr. Terrible, a.k.a. TNT. And it's your boy, Evron Williams, a.k.a. Big Easy. You don't know what's going on. And this is the Unapologetic Podcast with good intentions. Make sure to hit us up on our socials, which will be located below. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Drink and Drown. Uh, another intro already did everything. But I'm just gonna tell you a little about myself, and then Ever will tell you a little about himself, mm-hmm. and we'll just go into things. So I'm Timon Nicholas. I came to Canada three years ago. You know, um, I did welding. Actually, I'm doing welding as my career choice, and I'm a bum. That's that's what it is. This guy says he's a bum. What do you mean you're a bum? I'm not doing anything outside of planning for how I want the rest of my life to go. And in terms in of... what sense, yeah. Okay, it's like, how can I put it? I want to achieve a lot of things and I want to get there, but there's certain things stopping me. So I'm all talking, no action. So I'm basically just here saying, I want this, I want that. I'm going to get this and get that. But stuff are preventing me from doing these actions to get those things. So I'm a bum. All right. So Tim One's a bum. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, he's a bum. Like I can't argue. He justified everything. So I mean, you know, who am I to judge? All right, but well I am Evron, Evron Williams. Um I was born in Canada, raised in Antigua and Barbuda, and I'm now back in Canada doing school. Um, I came back when 2013, and I've been here ever since, completed my last two years of high school and then went into university, where I'm still a student, you know, struggling with, you know, just like life as a student, but you know how it is. And, you know, hopefully I don't end up being a bum, like how Timon puts himself, Timon's not actually a bum, by the way, guys, he's just like that, but, you know, but, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. Just a young guy trying to figure out life. Okay, I have to come back because his intro kind of sound extra late. Anyways, <laughs> I am Timon Nicholas, okay? And I came from Antigua. I travel the seas to get to Canada, okay? The seas. While I was in Antigua, I did two years in college. I got a mechanical engineering degree. Then I came over here and said, you know what? I need more. So I came <laughs> and got me a welding degree. It took me two years to get that shit. And now I'm here. Getting people's daughters pregnant. Just go line. That was cap. That was cap. <laughs> First impression is me capping. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But everything else was true. I'm not looking up for you here, bro. <laughs> Bad impression for everybody. I'm like, all right, we're not listening no more. This guy, he's trash. A bummy trash. So how how well since we started off on that note, how would you explain like or would you describe your transition from a little, you know, village youth growing up. I wouldn't say I wouldn't necessarily say necessarily say you grew up rough per se. You know, it was still you. You grew up in a in a you know, in a very I don't know what's the word you would use for it. It's like a country, village lifestyle. Country, like country village yeah. lifestyle. Like you know, <clears throat> like it's simpler. You know, not a lot going on in terms of like interaction with the rest of the world, but still, there's a lot going on because you create your own entertainment, right? And you left that type of environment and came to Canada where, 
you're not just you know coming back into the same type of situation you know you're just everything is like the opposite of what you used to how do you find that transition from you know little island village boy now being tossed into big city life so you see is that one is so weird right because it's not what i expected from when i watched you know tv and youtube and stuff everything seems so nice and peaceful and you know nice and dandy Mm -hmm. But when I first came over, the culture shock was so real. It's not even funny. So the first hurdle, I felt, I can't even say I felt like a minority because I, I live in Toronto. So it's really like a melting pot of where everybody's at. But it was too mixed up for me. <laughs> you know, so I was accustomed to so like... too some, much, too much different. Yeah, too much different. So I'm accustomed to like, you know, some... Black folk, Indian folk. Well, I shouldn't even say Indian folk like that, but it's just like, you know, West Indian folks, right? And occasionally I see some white folks that come in for tourism. When I came to Canada, I was just like, all right, boom. I didn't even know how to use a credit card. I didn't know how to use the bus <laughs> system. I was on the bus and I'm trying to figure out, do I stand up and say, here, bus stop, my stop, you know? Yeah. They, had, they had a whole kind of triggers. You're pulling lines, you're pulling the buttons, you're pressing, you check. <laughs> I'm lost. I don't know what no street call. I'm trying. I'm looking on my Google saying, um, okay, where is this place? St. Clair. I'm trying to ask the bus driver. Bus driver, hey, um, do you know where St. Clair is? And I had the uh sudden in your hand. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> but I don't I don't know where I am or where this place is. And I think it tells me to catch this bus. I'm not sure if it's the right bus. Wow, okay, I hear you. Right. And I'm no, I'm I'm feeling all like, yo, this guy is real aggressive with me. You're not talking dialect, by the way. That's just me. And I'm I'm just like, yo, he talking so everybody on the bus can hear. So I'm telling him, oh, yeah, but I don't know where, you know, St. Clair. He just said, you can't read. I'm, I'm just like, what is this guy? <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to get help, right? But then that, that was like a little problem that I had when I first came over. The other so one I had in that moment, like on, uh, on like the bus driver note, like, would you say that actually, wait, so did, when you came to Canada, did you come to Canada with the stereotypes, you know, in mind, like did you Indians a certain way or did you, is that you, is it that you learned about the stereotypes after being here for a while? Oh, for sure. That's what it was. Okay. So, so I came okay. over you here with a, I came over here with a blank, nothing. All I know was Canadians. And nice as hell. That's the only stereotype I came over here with. Okay? So now, my thing is, I'm going to see anybody. And once I'm getting robbed, I can say, help. And somebody like, I'm coming, young sir. I come over and help me. That's what I was thinking. Canadians nice. Americans trash. Sorry, Americans. Right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I came over, right? And another problem that I had was I'm accustomed when you see somebody, you say good afternoon or good day. And you're passing them and you know you just agreed not head something hail up right so every time i'm passing somebody i'm like good day they're like huh what are you saying <laughs> i'm just like oh no i was just saying hi and they walk off and i kept doing it and nobody was just having no kind of manners i'm just like who raised these savages okay you see, and uh okay so i've experienced that alongside timon not not in my own way but like i've seen timon say good day to someone and they look at him crazy because like they just don't know what's happening. But Timon doesn't get that. Timon used to think that these people are just weird, right? 
But what it is, is he says, he would literally walk in the room and say, good day, good day, good day, good day, you know, good day, good day. And I mean, we coming from, you know, where we're from, that's how we talk, good day, good day. It's, it's, it's a bit faster. I don't think there's much of an accent there, but somebody from outside will definitely hear an accent. And just the way you say good day, good day. And here, people don't usually greet each other and say good day. They usually say like, it's usually standard, like good afternoon, good morning, if they're going to say that much, or it's just straight to, hey, hello, what's up? Or, you know, hey, I need, you know, you know, so it's not, you know, they're not about all that, but I think it's the way you sound when you say it. Not that people are rude, because I feel like most people would at least respond to a good day or a good afternoon if they heard or understood what you said, but now your accent gets in the way. And I know that's another thing you face issues with, with your accent, because everyone knows about it except you. But I guess you'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. The other big thing, though, is the people. So when I always hear um, people saying, oh, Chinese people are racist, white people are racist, talking about we all look alike, black people, black people don't look alike. And I can attest to that we don't look alike. But I understand them now. Because when I first came to Canada and I was trying to explore my neighborhood and then catch little buses and figure out my route to school, every white person looked exactly the same. I can feel that. Did I could not? I saw you at my house. What are you doing here? <laughs> I got off the bus. And I got up in the bus, was in the bus station. <laughs> right? I was like, everybody looked the same. It yeah. only is only after I went to classes um, when I went to school and I made some white friends, I started being able to distinguish between the faces and the behaviors and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, that's not my friend. That's some other random white person, you know? You got used I, to it. The, yeah, I got used to it quick. And then with the Indians, the Indians really, I don't want to, they really put a bad impression on me, to be honest. Like first impression, when I went to school, right? I came through the doors and a fragrance wafted through the halls and thumped me. Not, not even hit me. He thumped me in my nose. Okay. And in my head, I was just like, what is this earthy aroma? Body, yeah. It's body so scent. <laughs> I'm literally walking through these halls with my face skin up. When I say skin up, it's like if it's like if I I, I smell shit. Walking stank right? face. Yeah. So now I'm I'm just like, oh my goodness. So in my head, I'm just like, all right, boom. I don't know what's causing the smell, but eventually I I figured it out. You know what I mean? And it was a it was a situation where I had an Indian friend, at least two, and they were smelling fresh with the axe and the old spice. And I'm just like, oh, so they can smell fresh. And then that's where my perception of Indians came back down a notch. But the majority of them that I did see. They, they 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 did smell kind of hard but yeah. yeah i used to find that a lot too with, with with them specifically and it became a thing where i'm like generally i'm a very reasonable person i i like to think like i'm not going to judge you ahead of time but in a sense i might be expecting a certain outcome from an encounter so in the sense where I, when I came to Canada, you know, there's a very large population of Indians here. And when I'd meet Indian people or come across them or, you know, cross paths on us, you know, some of them, there's, a, there's a, like a lot of like very, you know, 
their body odor is just like I'm very aware of it. You know, I don't want to say this thing because maybe I have a huge ass nose. Maybe it's just my nose doing the most. You know, <laughs> so I'm willing to give myself the benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, I'm not looking at all Indians as if I expect them to stink or to smell the way that you know that one encounter had me feeling. And I used to at first it used to be like, oh damn, this is how all them smell. You know, just mm-hmm. coming from the Caribbean, you know, this is my encounter with these type of people, these this this different culture and everything. So I'm like, maybe it's something they're using, like maybe there's a type of um deodorants they use, or just uh, maybe the food you eat that you know you smell is you know people smell like food. I don't know what it is. See, but I think but, fun you know? fact though, because like one of my Indian friends, I was asking him like, yo, ah, uh, no disrespect, but like, why the majority of Indians kind of smell frozy? You know, he's like, well, I'm like, this smell kind of dirty, or you know, like seasoning. And he's just like, oh, yeah, it's just basically the food that they eat. And they don't use um certain like colognes or um soaps because they're having certain chemicals or use things that they religion don't accept or stuff like that of that nature. So oh. they, they they make incense and, and yeah. stuff like that. So I, I understood from that point of view. And I was just like, all right, I can't hate <laughs> on them that hard. It's just me not accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes, sometimes they might just be working hard and they just come to school. Yeah. Yeah. I might hit the gym before class. Hit the gym before class. I'm just like, what kind of madman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, with my encounter with Asian people or Chinese people or Korean people, um, I've seen them, but they haven't made themselves that approachable because they always stick mm. with their own clique. Yeah, yeah, and you never see them one off or anything, just chilling. And by the time you see one of them, it's just like I had so much bad experience with other people. I'm just like, I don't want to, to, to scare you or something. But yeah, in terms of like first impression and stuff in Canada, it was a shock. It was a shock, to be <clears> honest. But after my first, after my first year, I decide you have to get with the program because this is your first year. <laughs> So keep your mind Very open. True. Yeah, keep your mind open. You can't take anything or be quick to anger or anything like that. Because like I've seen, you have to be a sponge. Yeah, you have to be a sponge to take it in. You have to you have to catch up because they know the lay the land, yep. and you're behind. So I had to catch up. Especially coming from our cultural background, like yeah, here in Canada there are a lot of West Indian people, but as Antiguans especially in, in Antigua, we're very laid back in the sense that if something is not important to me, it's not important. For so, you know, even if it's the way of the future, it, I don't care about it. It's not important. You know, there's, I don't see the need to need to um, develop these um, systems. I don't, I don't see the need to, for example, back home, our houses are not numbered, right? And we don't have, we can't order something on the internet and have it delivered to our house hmm. because our houses aren't numbered. I don't think there's like the, we don't even have like a mail delivery system. Like yeah, yeah, no, system no, no. Where We don't have anything of that nature, you know? And it's like, it's fine. There's not any, no one's really waking up every day complaining about us not having it. It's like, well, we don't have it, but. Get yeah, by. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, so it's like there's not a lot of drive to, to you know, 
do that type of stuff. And we tend to have that attitude and apply it to a lot of things, whether we know it or not. But when we come here, it's like, we can either just be like, mm, well, I know how to talk. I've been speaking this way my whole life. I don't see the need to change because everybody I've been speaking to up until this point understands me. Yeah. But then you get tossed into a situation where you, your teacher asks you a question and you answer it just normal. But then you realize this man really has no ideas what I just said, you know? <laughs> and it, you can you can choose to sit there and be like, well, I'm not going to, I'm going to keep saying it the way I say it. Or you can look at it and be like, well, you know, he clearly doesn't understand me. Let me, I know I'm, I, I can speak clearer <laughs> for mm. him to understand. So let me do that. And it's not even about losing your own, you know, culture and all that. It's more of being open to just taking and observing and learning and applying that new everything you know to your life and all that and i find as antiguans we don't in antigua we don't try and make a lot of change but when oh, we come I, here we I realize did not we try to, to change i yep. try yeah so what happened with me right when i first came and you know i had to introduce myself in the class and stuff and i started talking the moment i opened up my mouth i say but it's like mm, you hear the yeah. i was just like but they heard the seasoning in your voice in my head i'm just like <laughs> I said this as best as I could in English. What are you? What are you hearing? Oh, right? All the spice that. Mm, what's that? Mm. Mm, okay. Right. <laughs> so I'm there and I'm talking, and a couple times, well, I'm trying to talk, you know, the Queen's English, right? And there's certain words that oh, it just seem like a headache to try to go and say it. So I just shorthanded and say some dialect, right? And then they hit me with the what you say, and I'm just like, oh. And then I say it again, and then they still don't hear me. I'm just like, I just repeated myself <laughs> in standard English. Are you saying you don't understand? It's like, what could you, like, it's, it's the same words, you know? <laughs> so it got to a point where every time I'm talking to somebody new, I had to keep repeating myself. And I, it was annoying. I didn't like repeating myself. So you know what I did? I just stopped talking. So for that whole first year, I only answered the teachers when they asked me a direct question. Yeah, so what I did was yep. I just kept quiet. I just giggled and laughed and I just listened and observed for that whole year. Yep. In my second year, everybody realized, oh, this guy's kind of funny, you know? Oh, you know, yeah. Mm. I'm just like, man. Because like I've I've heard everyone talk like Canadian with his Canadian accent and stuff, and he can do it. Cause I guess he's good with voices and stuff. But me, I'm pretty sure if I try to talk like a Canadian, somehow yes. it's gonna sound Italian. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> That's an exclusive fact about Timon. Anytime Timon emulates any accent, it will start off as the accent he intended it to be. But at around maybe halfway to three quarter way through, whatever sentence, whatever paragraph he read, whatever it is, he's going to start with the Italian gestures and Italian accent with it. And it just comes in regardless as to what he's saying. And that's just been a thing with Timon. So if it if it comes to if it comes through on the show and y'all hear it, remember I told you first. <laughs> but even with the whole experience with um, just, I left Antigua in a certain position in life, right? In the sense that I was, I would say that I was, I wasn't, I never viewed myself as like a popular kid per se, but I view myself as the guy who was chill with everyone. I was chill with who was known to be popular. I was chill with the people that weren't as popular, you know. 
I was chill with everybody across the board. And, you know, I was just friendly. And coming here, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to just be myself here. And the same thing is going to happen. You know, I'm going to start off just being me. You know, anybody asks me anything, if you know, I'm just going to react the way everyone usually does in terms of just in life on a whole. And I decided, well, that's what we're going to have. That's, that's going to be the game plan in a nutshell. You know, that was the game plan. And starting off, you know, my first day in class, you know, I'm in high school here in grade 11. So first day, teacher asked me, what's my name? Introduced myself, you know, gave them my name. Everybody heard his accent. So they're just like, um, okay. Like I saw the, the look of concern on people's faces. So like, not even concerned in the sense that they were like, um, what's happening? It was more of a, okay, I hear a bit of something. What's that? What's that? You know, it sparked the interest, right? And with that interest, I was like, okay, now I felt a bit of pressure because I'm like, okay, because I know I can either do the Canadian accent thing or I can just talk like me. But because I know people started to notice me because of my accent, I was like, you know what? I can't hold back now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let off. So I, I wasn't even being extra. I just I just spoke like whatever was on my mind and I need to say it, I just said it and however it came out, it came out. They just understood me and everything. Yeah, they once, did, the, once the teachers understood, because like yeah. I had a teacher that really traveled. So he mm. he 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 was he had a knack for like different accents and stuff. So Same, he understood yeah, me. and like mine, he knew where he heard of Antigua before, right? Most times you tell somebody uh yeah, so most times, like, what would happen is, like, I would, you want me to, okay, you want me to tell what's actually really interesting is the fact that sometimes I'll be talking normal and they'll ignore the accent and stuff, and then I'll say something interesting, and then they're much like, say it again, you hear you say that, water, and I'm just like, nah, I said water, dog. I said water. No, you said water. I was like, bro, I'm saying water and you're saying water. Like, I, you know, <laughs> that's not what no, I'm saying. It's, 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 yeah, it was one of those things where I would say stuff and they would hear it, but they wouldn't, you know, they'd hear it, but it's like, is that what I think I heard? So then they doubt themselves when they hear me say what I say, right? Because they're not sure if that's what they heard because it sounded a bit different when I said it to them, you know? So I think that's what it usually is on, on other people's, on their receiving end of people. And even with um, not being able to tell people apart, like people of different races and ethnicities and stuff, like there was a lot of Chinese kids, especially at my school. And literally they all looked alike the first week, not gonna lie. Like they all looked alike. Like I didn't know who was who. And I'm like, okay, this guy, oh, he in my class. And then I'll see him not in my class you know and it's like oh that's not the guy i thought that was in my class it's this guy you know so it was just like okay and then i realized okay nah these are the features and you just familiarize yourself with the features and stuff and i feel like just being there and doing what you did where you just like you sat back you shut up and you just observed for like a year mm. and the second year is when you start to show up that's when yeah. people can get to know your personality that's when you can start to bust jokes because that first like that first year for me i was like nah like for the first few months, I was stuck on, I'm just going to be myself and my personality is going to be, it's going to work for me. Mm. I get back to the place where I have my friends, I have make new friends, everybody going to chill. I'm chill with everyone. But it's important to understand that what is like the way of life on a whole is different here too. 
because there was a lot of lame shit that the cool kids used to do here. Oh my goodness. And I know that if they were doing that shit back home, they would not be cool. Bro, like the they level, would be cons- be the waste. bar for like, coolness, the bar for coolness <laughs> over here is mad low. It's mad low, bro. Compared like to back home. Back home, little people to cool. nothing. Yeah, really hope, like back home, if somebody just said this nigga is a cool nigga, this nigga cool. That nigga cool. Like, he's out here just like he doesn't even have it doesn't have to be like cool in the sense that he has swag you know it's not not even the way he dresses like it's like on an in like you're judged hard home people okay. judge hard hear this now there was one problem that really had me shutting up right there's a thing that antique people do when people just play around too much you know i'm just minding my business and you're just playing around and th- your response is boss hello man <laughs> let me tell you the first time i said that and i got attention i was i knew exactly what happened and how they took it <laughs> yeah because i was just like oh hmm. that's mm. yeah you're just like hmm. it's like you have to breathe off like oh jesus because in the, you're not even trying even though you know what just happened yeah you hate that that's what just happened because you're not in any mood to explain yourself exactly you no know, an explanation is warranted if this person is going to understand what just happened <laughs> because it's like it's it's so different because like when antique people say you love man it's it's just like you're playing around with me i'm telling you to stop you keep playing with me and i have to ask do you like me because i do not like you <laughs> you're playing around with me like if you yeah. love me you give me more i don't attention. love you <laughs> you're giving me a lot of attention you know and i'm just telling you to give me my space and back off i'm not into you like that i do not love you I do not love you, sir. Sir, I do not love <laughs> men. I don't love man, sir. Sir, stop playing. You're always playing. So when yeah. somebody say, yeah, you love man, they just mean you're playing around and you need to stop because there's no attraction here for, that, that's, that you need to be playing around with me like that. So when I said it, it was in a jokey way of, yo, just chill. You know, stop playing with me. Like right now, we need to focus. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> when I yeah. said it and I saw a little reactions, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I just saw a gay pride the other day. <laughs> I yeah. get it. I get it. <laughs> That's another thing too. Us having to be more careful about what we say. Because as West Indian people coming from where we come from, who vex dead? That's what we say. Who vex dead? And what that means is if I do something and you're mad about it, it's your business. Because yeah, I, don't business. I, don't I don't care that you're I don't care that you're friend. <laughs> your feelings... I don't have any, no, I don't care, right? Because back home, those things, we don't, we're not as sensitive or, okay, on an individual basis, we might be, but as a culture, we're not, you know? Sensitivity is not a thing that is taught, per se. Like, it's more of a, if somebody says something to you, you you either react or you ignore it. Mm, mm. Ignore it in the sense of being the bigger person, if that's the route you're taking, if we're ignoring, but if we're actually responding, the response for us to be, we need to give a response that will prevent this person from ever pulling this stunt again, type of yeah. thing. <laughs> so it's like, it's either confrontational or evasive, and evasive on being a bigger person on, on that but don't, don't Don't get us wrong, though. There's like a 1%, you know, in Antigua that would <laughs> chip out and be yeah, chip sensitive out. and like, ah, you can't say that, ah, you know? I'm just like, yo, where, where did you grow up? Really? Mm-hmm. Really and truly? Yeah. You don't have any kind of tough skin at all. Like, what are you doing? The tough skin. I feel like we're born with tough, tough skin. 
Yeah, somebody make somebody make fun of you. Somebody make fun of you. You laugh or you fire back with a comeback. Or, you know, you find something else to some way to stand out to let them know that hey, you played yourself. <laughs> you know, like the, the the worst thing for you to do if someone makes fun of you is to actually be offended. <laughs> yes, because yes, if you that catch will feelings, not stop. The more yeah. feelings you catch, the worse you get. The worse is gonna get because it, that's that's we feed off of that. Like uh, you know, it's like if you give us the reaction that makes this whole act more interesting you best believe we're gonna keep coming with that pressure we come See, with that energy every day we take it boxing your lunch and not we don't even want to like it's not the fact that we want to cause you any pain it's or anything like you're not being like the way how you see it in the states you know people get beat up and just just cut even like that it's like maybe we might you know just what we call grind you like make fun of you but in like a playful way and it's like if you get mad and you get upset about it that gives us more incentive to keep going but a lot of times if you laugh with the people that listen you that's 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 you know it's it's yeah. a more fun experience or even they realize the they realize they realize oh he can take a joke oh he can do this sport that we do right yeah. now and they kind of like, give you like a level of props and then the next mm-hmm. time they come at you they could be like nah it's not fun to really mess with him because he cool he yeah he's not gonna give us a reaction yeah Cause we ain't out here for no for no blood. We're just out here for fun. <laughs> and Antigua people will make fun at every and anything. Yep. Nothing's off limit, guys. So don't come test me. That literally, <laughs> like, anyways, we didn't even have to go there. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even have to yeah, go just there. Just no. Just no. Just no. Just no. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, like even growing up at home, one thing that was different, like school like literally i realized school on tv is similar to like school here in in real life oh <laughs> like we went to school in antigua just going to school and it was like school for us was one thing and then the school we'd see like on tv and stuff was a whole different thing like <clears throat> not in the sense of like the different classes and periods and all i mean all of that but like the whole setup of school and like the attitudes of school kids and like the things that you experience in high school and stuff like that it was like it's similar in in context like you know you and like the things that were accomplished not because of high school but because you're a certain age so you know you start liking girls or you know you start liking people at a certain age and stuff like all that still happened with us but the drama like our type of no, actually, in a sense, we kind of did have that drama. Eh? Well, not us personally, but like people around the us. The drama around us, yeah, on some the yeah. crassy type shit. So, you know what? I may have been going on that rabbit hole just now, and I would have ended up at a wrong conclusion because I was going to say we didn't have no drama. But it was not we didn't have no drama. It's just like me and my guys, we didn't have no drama. <laughs> oh, no. We yeah. were instigators. Yes. We, they... <laughs> See, the, I, I wasn't even a part of that. I'm literally the guy who's chill with everybody. And so are most of my, well, Timon is. Well, I get, no, Timon got enemies. But <laughs> I don't know enemies. Like, I was good with everybody. But, like, <clears throat> them guys, like, would, it's all about reactions. Like, they're the type to just push buttons and watch to see what happens when they push those buttons. Oh, well, yeah, so. I don't know about anybody else, but when I went to school, I was always the happiest person, right? Because I treat every day like an episode, right? And I'm the main character. So now with that, with that, with that mentality going to school, right? 
I'm going and I'm saying, all right, I'm, I'm observing, I'm listening, I'm watching. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling out everybody to see what they like, what they into, what they hate, who they hate. And I'm start pulling strings, I'm pressing buttons. I'm doing it in a way where I was never there, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm basically just out here manipulating people. But I'm not really spreading false rumors or anything like that. I'm just saying like, oh, you know how to take that. Yeah. You see what you just say? <laughs> nah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm not watching Come you later, bro. Someone <laughs> like, had to make sure that anybody in any situation where they had to make a decision, he had to, he made, he made sure that that person knew. That he had to make a decision. Was not acceptable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So if like that, that person decided to turn the cheek, the other cheek, and just walk away, someone would be right there to be like, oh, no, you're not. You turn right back around and go away. I'm not this person, though. Because, <clears throat> you know, and that was too much just for the fun of it. He didn't care if you actually did it. I mean, in a sense, you care because you got to kick out of it. Yeah. But, like, so now, Timon, not even in the situation. Because <laughs> now it goes back to, oh, like, I'm trying to figure out how I can let this episode reach a climax before it, you know, it, it, it drops. So now I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, today I know whoever, whoever is in a little beef, maybe I can get them to fight or argue to a point where after school, we can get a little scuffle. You know what I mean? So my end goal is to see that scuffle before I go home so I can come back and talk about the fight that happened yesterday. You know what I mean? So it was a situation where like, I'm just enjoying myself, laughing up with everybody, but I'm just observing and what me and my friends they used to do is we used to like play bets. Cause sometimes so we would set up like um they call it rough out, like we were rough out, like rough house and stuff. And, and basically uh where we would fight each other. Yeah. And we uh we'll set up little like little pots, little yeah. pools of money and stuff, like and have people throw fights and all okay. It was crazy. Nobody enjoyed high school like I did. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. Like, there's so much to talk about on this topic, which I'm not gonna try to push everything on y'all today, because yeah. my mind is going off right now about high school. But like, as we go on, we can like get all uh, you guys. When we get more involved with you guys, our listeners, we can like have more feedback and like y'all can ask us more questions. You know, kind of like feed us on to you know what you want to talk about, experiences and stuff like that for sure. And then you know we we have something for y'all because I'm pretty sure we have a story for almost everything. And And if you don't have a story, we can make one up, and it's gonna be just as good. (laughs) (laughs) And I can I can tell right now that y'all are judging me, but I can justify everything. (laughs) I feel at the end that like once y'all get an understanding of how Timon's brain works, everything is gonna be a breeze. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be smooth sailing once you get how this nigga thinks. <laughs> nah, but the school is fun though. Like, yeah. yes, I should have paid attention some more in school because, like, I had times where, like, I repeated. I'm just like, yo, I'm tired of this class. And then somebody, I think it was my brother-in-law who once told me, "No, you like school." I was like, "I like it, but I don't like the teaching aspect of it." You know, so you like the socializing. It's like, yeah. So he's like, "If you don't like it, why you don't just do your work and come out?" Okay, can socialize your uh, friends them outside of school and i was like bro is that simple now you don't like it you just study hard pass and yep. get out literally and that was my thing was well not no work you can just let me go on board you can just <laughs> leave me alone and let me go about my business but that's not how life works yeah for me i always my parents used to always push like 
like cuz from like I started school I was always like on top of my class and going through it used to always be you know I get good grades but like why why do I better you know mm-hmm. so I always had that pressure over my head and so <clears throat> I never had the opportunities to even think as freely as Timon in that aspect where Timon could like be like nah let me alone you know leave me alone like I am not trying to listen to nobody like that's all I would hear. It's all I would be surrounded by, you know. Like my parents used to check my quiz book, <laughs> you know, see how much uh, how my grades and stuff, right? So, nah. <clears throat> uh, uh-huh. on, honestly, at times I wish I was as free as y'all, just because y'all just had so much time to do a lot, and like I had the same time, but I just spent it in a different setting, which is not as boring. It's not as exciting as Timon's story. So y'all not gonna hear about. A lot of my stories, most of them come from Timon. Let me tell y'all that right now. Oh, and we're gonna have some other friends that will probably join in just to, you know, tell you the story in a whole so you oh, get yeah. a better picture. Definitely. Definitely. You know, actually, I wanted somebody to this podcast with me. Um, this friend that I had, she was a pain in my ass in primary school and a little bit in high school. Her name is Courtney. I still haven't talked to her yet about it, but I'm gonna wait until later on when this podcast really goes off and i'm telling hey um i don't know what you do in your free time but how about you just join me but she's been like the moment i thought about a podcast i just thought that she would just fit so well in it's that courtney. scene yeah courtney is she's very opinionated yes so she'll be a good you know like counter feedback and discussion and stuff is that when I'm saying some bullshit over here, she would really like, bro, I can't believe you just said that. I'd be like, yeah, yeah but I didn't mean nothing by it, but this is what your actions is going to lead to. Yeah, you, you know? know? Yeah, everyone <laughs> needs a Courtney in their life, for sure. Everybody needs a Courtney in their life. Because Courtney, yeah. Because me, I, I'm too laid back. Like, I will allow bullshit to exist around me and still exclude myself from it 100%. And even if you're trying to associate me with that bullshit, I don't care because I'm not. <laughs> I know. I'm good, you know? So, like, I, if someone was to say something on the line, I could, I could justify it in my head why Timon would say it. But President <laughs> Courtney don't care what reason yeah, he would She don't care what reason, you know? And I feel like that's a good balance to have. You know? It so, really is. It's like she left a really, she left a good impression on me the first time as, like, I rate her. Because, like, she just, she just, like, if I'm thinking about, like, some shit that pissed me off and I went to school, think about Courtney. But if I think about, like, somebody who's, like, really real think about Courtney bro when I first went to Adventist school because I grew up in an Adventist home if y'all didn't know mm-hmm. Courtney on the first day of primary school now after a transfer I'm sliding down the steps right mind my own business da, 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 da. you know the sliding and Courtney see me and say you know you're not supposed to do that and I'm just like okay so I pass so I go back up the step and slide down I'm going to tell on you. Ratty. So in my head, I'm just like, okay. So I go back up the stairs and I'm sliding down. She run off to the class. I'm going up this step and I'm sliding down. When I'm at the top of the step, I see the teacher coming out. I see her, but I'm like, she's not coming for me. So I come here and slide on. Timon, what are you doing on the step? You're not supposed to be sliding down. Come here. Get blow right in front of the class. And that day, Courtney was my enemy. Arch nemesis. I made it, bro. I went 
all my class, grade four, grade five, grade six, and I called the BBC News. I did all kind of thing to get this girl upset. I had until she left the school. Not for those reasons. Not for those reasons, guys. I'm not a bully. She left Adventist school. Yeah, she left Adventist school and went somewhere. I think after grade six, I think she went to PM and then came back to Adventist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, after common entrance. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha. I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you, so were, a, you were in class. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so it was a point where I was like, out for court. I did not like this girl. She let me get licks in. Bro, first day of school, I know nobody. I'm just, oh, he's just trying to, I have a lunch kit and a bag. Nobody has had a lunch kit. So now I feel like a little kid with my lunch. Do you know what I had to do? I put my lunch kit in my school bag so I could like fit in. And I had, actually, I knew somebody. I had a cousin in the class. Her name was, her name was Felicia, which was cool. <laughs> right? I had a cousin in the class. And she was like, oh, hi, come on, hi, come on. And I was like, girl, you're cool. Look at me. You know? But I look back at it and she really had my back, man. She really had my back. She, she honestly, she was excited that I was in her class. Because she was like, oh, yo, that's my cousin. Ha, 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 ha. But yeah, no, no, I read, I read it, my but Courtney, me and Courtney go way back. She my nemesis. But like, I respect that Courtney. Like if Courtney was supposed to tell me like, hey, Atman, don't do that. I'd be like, she have good reasons. Why not? I'm not going to do it. But yeah. No, Courtney is solid. I don't so, want to make the, I don't want to make the first episode too long because I'm pretty sure we're rambling about a lot. And I'm yeah. still, I'm still not down to the point where my tone and my my what, what could I call it? I know I'm still t- I'm speaking a, a dialect, and I want to make sure that my words are coming across clearly to everyone, and that you can hear me properly. Because we're not talking that fast. I'm not like, talking that fast. No, not really. I, I like hope it. so. So I'm gonna I, put up. I feel like we should be fine. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm gonna pull out this first episode for sure, test the waters, get some feedback for some friends, and for see sure. how they're feeling the vibes, and then I can make little tweaks and stuff from there on in terms of how we spend most of the time, topics that we talk about, storyline that we follow, and yeah, just make it a nice, entertaining vibes because we try not to really talk about what we want to talk about just to keep it authentic and genuine. Definitely. So, yeah. And we're even open to you know if you guys have good feedback, you know. You give us good points, good things to talk about. You know, you can even find yourself on the show. You know, I just call you can join the conversation. Who knows? Oh, and I don't know if y'all have this exclusive app, but it's called Clubhouse. And once in a while, we go on Clubhouse and we just have fun. Definitely. So, so if Clubhouse is available to you, join. I'm trying to make a group, but there's a whole bunch of stuff because the app is still new. And it's yeah. taking it's taking a while to really kick off, but when when everything is up and ready, the clubhouse room or group will be called Drinking Drones. So you will be able to find us there. Yeah, you know we can actually just have random talks in the day, and y'all can even utilize the group to you know talk about what you want to talk about too. So, in due time, everything should be available. Uh, for now, you can find all the links in the bio. You can definitely check us out on Instagram. Um. We can set up a Twitter if you guys use that a lot, you know, so we can get more of that, you know, live feedback because, you know, Twitter is where everything's at, to be honest. Like, everything you find on the other socials come from Twitter. So, yeah, we can set that up. 
Um, but you know, we can definitely, you know, find your feedback wherever you guys feel more comfortable posting it and reaching out to us, and then we can definitely go from there. Now, the trick here is how I'm going to edit all this because I have no idea where to even start or begin. But everything is a work in progress, to be honest, and we will figure it out. I will figure it out. I will figure it out. So, have some faith, have some patience, but I hope you all really do enjoy. Sure. So once again, it's your boy, Avron, signing out with my boy. It's TNT, Table Nickers, Mr. Terrible, signing out till next time. You already know what it is. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we hope that you come back and, you know, join the conversation once again. Hey, Peace bye. <laughs>